0: Good afternoon, welcome to And One More Thing, I'm Colton Moore and this is my afternoon drive home. I am uh, struggling today with a little bit of allergies or uh, late summer cold or something so you'll have to excuse if I sneeze or cough or maybe a sniffle here and there, I'll do my best not to do that right up on my microphone here. Uh, um, let's see here, as Per usual, we'll go over some quick sports information. Um, the Cubs beat the Brewers last night. Great play by Addison Russell. Go watch it; it was really good. Um, and maybe even a better play by Anthony Rizzo on the dig out of the dirt on the other end of the play uh, to seal the shutout and the win, and uh, to to actually move uh, move ahead a little bit farther. Uh, the Brewers they play again tonight. Um, and we're still waiting to see how the uh, makeup game with Washington's going to play out. They're supposed to go there tomorrow to play. Now, that being said, we'll move to football real fast. Le'Veon Bell still hasn't shown up to Steelers camp, or Steelers practice, the facility. He's holding out. He wants a new contract. They wanted to play on the franchise tag. He's not gonna. I really don't think he is. So that leads to the question: Someone's going to give him some money someone can pay him. And I think the team that's best suited to pay him is my Green Bay Packers. They had it all lined out. They had a trade ready to go with the Oakland Raiders to get Khalil Mack. They offered him picks and they had the room and the salary cap to pay him. Take that same offer to the Steelers. Sign Le'Veon Bell give Aaron Rodgers a legitimate ground game to take the pressure off of him. Especially with the bad knee. He can't hop around there in the pocket for 60 minutes. Maybe for a game? But the Vikings are going to be, beat him up. They're just going to beat him up this week. That's going to happen. And then, will he be able to play the next week? I don't know. So if we got to put in Deshaun Kaiser, we got to have a real, legitimate running back. I like the running back by committee they do in Green Bay. I think Ty Montgomery can be really, really good. But he is fragile in the backfield, he just is. Uh, Jamal Williams is quality, I mean average at best. He finds a hole, he hits. If there's a hole, he'll hit it hard and he'll get some yards but he's not super patient on waiting for a hole and just the Packers O-line is not a real great run run blocking line. They're a pretty pretty stinking good pass blocking line, but run blocking is not their forte. They need a back with vision that can find the creases and go, and that is what Le'Veon Bell can do. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his attitude, but I think if you pay the man what what he's earned, what he deserves, he'll play ball for you. He will, but he just wants to have some security. Um... In case, you know, an unfortunate it happens to him and he can't play anymore. That's all. So, Green Bay Packers, go trade for Le'Veon Bell. Pay the man and win the Super Bowl. It's that simple, folks. Do that. And that's all I got on sports today, folks. Um, that's all I got. That's all I really want to talk about sports today. Um, it's, a, it's a Wednesday. We made it over the hump, folks. Work week's halfway over. So yeah, I mean it's just not not much in the world of sports worth uh, worth talking about. Nobody's giving any any info on Rogers' leg to say he's day to day. He'll be a game time decision this weekend against the Vikings. Um, I'm confident he'll play. I'm not confident in their chances of winning them. So that's where we're at there. I mean, I mean that's it. So that's all i have to say about that. We're gonna. Uh, in the segment on that nice and short intro for the day Uh, and we'll come back and we've got some uh, got some stuff to talk about so hang tight hello welcome back to and one more thing I'm Colton Moore and these are my thoughts thanks for joining me on my afternoon drive home And so here's what I'm thinking about today, folks. Uh, Had the headphones in today. I was today at work. I was exhausted. Um, I was up maybe a little bit later than normal. I forgot my breakfast. I didn't get coffee in the morning. I was super tired uh, on the way into work and for most of the morning at work. I finally spent a dollar, went and got some coffee. Had two cups of coffee at work. Didn't really help a whole lot. Um, this was after I took some Benadryl, which made me even more tired. But it didn't really help my head at all. I mean, it's just kind of stuffed up. I had lunch. Went and got a Mountain Dew out of the vending machine. And that seemed to help. I felt a little better this afternoon. My nose is. A little bit, a little bit runny still, but whatever, I'll get through it. I'll take some cold medicine when I get home and see if that actually helps, as opposed to um, allergy medicine. But in my effort to to stay awake and to stay focused, I had some headphones in, I was listening to some comedy today, and then I said, you know what, I don't really want to listen to comedy, let's go listen to uh, some, some Christian music so I queued up couldn't remember the guy's name so I typed in the Gaither Vocal Band um, and then I went through there a little bit and I found him David Phelps so I turned him on first song was The End of the Beginning and that is a good song folks you heard it and you like songs about stories and lyrics it's so good Um, story of him taking a flight somewhere trying to get away He's got his Bible in his hand. He says the book, and the guy asks, "Hey, what's that book?" And he says, "It's a, it's a history and mystery in one, a bestseller." And so he started reading from the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and he said, um, "He was born of a virgin one holy night in the little town of Bethlehem. Angels gathered around singing praises to the great I Am. He walked on the water, healed the lame." caused the blind to see. Um, and then we never ever did a single thing wrong. The angry crowd chose him. He walked on the water. was crucified and died. But that was the end of the beginning. And that's the song. That's basically the gist of the song. I, I may have missed a line in there or two of that first verse and chorus, but that's the gist. Of it. And then he does it again, and the guy's like, well, you said he died, so what at the end of the beginning, what, what else can there be? And he's like, well. And he rose again, and that's the joy of the that's the joy of the gospel. He came, he lived, and he died. The beginning. And that's basically how it ends right there. Um and that got me thinking of other great lines in songs, and I'm thinking mostly Christian songs. Um, because they're to me those are the songs of meaning. I don't know. Like I said what your faith is. Maybe you got your own worship songs you sing that have lines that hit you. But uh That's where I'm at. And I just... You know, I... I needed that today. And I needed this thought process. So I'm going to talk it out with you guys. uh, Just for my own benefit. Because... um, I've been slacking in my walk. And so I need to get back into it. And this will be a good opportunity. uh, Good excuse to to do that a little bit. Um, But my, my favorite contemporary worship song now is... Um, the obvious one, Reckless Love. Uh, First time I heard it was at this church we started going to, Life Force Square. Uh, We've heard it at First Nazarene, our actual member church that we are members of, but they do it better at Life Force Square. They just do. And it was, uh, it was real moving and, uh, and it's just almost haunting. But, you know, you get into that bridge there, it's like, there's no... Shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, chasing after me. There's no lie you won't tear down, wall you won't kick down, chasing after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no lie you won't tear down, wall you won't kick down, coming after me. Not a great singer, folks, but I love to sing. So you're gonna to have to get used to that here in the coming days. I'm gonna sing some licks but no music behind me, so it might hurt your ears. But that's such a powerful message right there, and it's truth. From there, there's no shadow you won't light up, no mountain you won't climb up, chasing after me. There's no lie you won't tear down wall, you won't kick down. Coming after me. And we sing that in church. I mean, I'm just shouting it. Just shouting it. Because I need to know that. And that reminds me of uh, the prodigal son. The story. Um, if you don't know the story, the boy basically told his dad, I wish you were dead, give me my inheritance. I don't need to live here anymore. So the father divides his estate in half, gives half to the, or I guess, you know, thirds, I guess, because I think the older son gets two thirds and the other son got a third. Whatever. Gave the little son his share, and the the son went and spent it, and prodigal living. Ran through it all, ended up hungry. Yearning for pig slop He said I'm going to go back to dad's house Because even his servants have food on their plates So he goes back To his father's house And while he was still a long way off The father saw him and ran To him He ran to me Took me by the Took me in his arms Held my head to his chest Said my son's come home again. It's another good song. Sorry, but anyway, and I just learned just the other day. I don't even know where I heard this from. I can't remember. But in that time period, grown men did not run. It was a, it was a, an embarrassment to run. They didn't do it, and so for the father to run um not only is it significant that that you don't even have to come all the way to the father he'll meet you halfway, he'll run to you but the fact that he runs is it's disgraceful to the father that he would run let alone run to a son who wished he was dead uh, you know just a few just a short time ago but anyway, um that was just an interesting thought and I know we're moving quickly and I'm kind of rapid fire here but there's a lot of thoughts in my head that just a lot of songs I want to get to there's a song um, called All Ye um, and it's by uh, Kofi Anderson and he was on Nashville Star several years ago and then he got like third place on Nashville Star but I just Stumbled across him on YouTube. He's, he did uh, did these Christ remixes of popular songs and he put uh, Christian lyrics to it, so he did Umbrella. And, but uh, I don't even remember how that song goes, but that's good too the Umbrella Christ mix. forever, ever, ever, in your arms forever. Ever, ever, eh, 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 in your arms forever. But anyway, in the song, All Ye, he's kind of got a little rap breakdown in there, but it's like, I got a new life for free, but boy did it cost, huh? And take it into the, the Christian context there, which that song is in, obviously. And the song's great anyway, because it's just, you know, it's it's basically a, a quoting scripture in the songs, all ye heavy burden, all ye heavy laden all ye heavy hearted oh Lord oh come the Lord will give you rest come and be filled come and be healed oh come the Lord will give you rest Um, so that's not that in itself is a good message but then that breakdown he's like I've got a new life for free but boy did it cost man that hits me every time because Christ paid the ultimate price on that you know he died so that we can get that new life and he was ultimately he ultimately rose again and ascended into heaven to the right hand of the father but uh, it just sticks with it and I just I like theatrical music especially when it's uh, based on the gospel you know the group new song they go they do winter jam every year so they bring in all these popular bands and these these guys they're a bunch of old guys they've got some young talent mixing in there to kind of keep them fresh because they're just getting old and they sing Arise My Love oh and it's a beautiful song and it's like they've got the breakdown of death where is thy sting sin where are your shackles the grave can I hold the key. that wasn't very good sorry but man it's just a good lyric I know you have probably all got songs out there that just just certain lyrics just hit you and just you know that one's that just give you goosebumps right just like ooh your regular music on the radio doesn't do that a whole lot because you're not uh, committed to it in that way, but there's some songs that still have that effect. I don't know at least they do on me. Um, there's a Garth Brooks song more in the memory, and so the whole chorus is like. Drive across town just to see if she's home. Dial six numbers just to hang up the phone. When you're finding things to do not to fall asleep because you know she's waiting in your dreams, then that's when she's more in the memory. She's talking about a breakup or someone you love dying something, you know, whatever context you want to put in put into it. But, and then the last chorus says... i six number just to hang up the phone. Drive across town just to see if she's home. Now oh, you have to forgive me. I can't remember the exact, but there's another line in there. When you're finding things to do not to fall asleep because you'll know she'll be there in your dreams. It just changes up the lyric a little bit. Oh, man. You felt heartbreak, man? You, that song relates, relatable. I can't remember how the lyric goes, but something like calling up your buddy just to hear him say it's going to be all right. And I can't seem to get it to fit uh, melodically in there. I wish I could. Just to hear him say it's going to be all right thing things to do not to fall asleep cause you know she'll be there in your dreams that's when she's more than a memory anyway that's a song man that, ugh, still even there it gives me goosebumps I know this is a change of pace for you guys and a little bit different inside of my personality but man this music hits me sometimes I remember being just absolutely worn out one day. I was working for a furniture store as a delivery driver, and this the morning had been rough. We had to go back. We forgot a part, I had to go back. I knocked down the dude's cable wire, pulling it into his drive because it was hanging low over his drive, and I was just tired and exhausted and weary and so I finally got the radio in a song by 10th Avenue North came on and it was just torn and the lyric in there is just it's just that I'm torn <laughs> and I'm worn like, yeah man just sometimes you just are and it's okay to be exhausted it's okay to be wore out but cast that burden on the Lord and he'll give you rest back to what Kofi Anderson was singing about Oh, please come. The Lord give you rest. Anyway, those was just some, some thoughts I had. I gotta take the time to get on YouTube and stuff and roll through those songs again because something about those songs, man, they just hit you. They just hit you. That, that's on that we might come back with some more music here in a minute but uh, for now take a short break peace hello and welcome back to and one more thing I'm Colton Moore and these are some more of my thoughts spent last segment talking about uh, lyrics and songs that just hit you and I kind of want to continue in that same thing in that same vein and just talk about music uh, I've not been blessed with any musical ability I've got uh, very little rhythm I've got tendons attached funnily in my hands that makes it difficult to play uh, instruments and guitars I don't have I can't multitask with one hand Versus the other hand, I can't just. My brain's not wired that way. But I love music. And I would love to be able to play an instrument. I just can't. It didn't work out that way for me. Um, I'm sure if I really, 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 really took the time, I could learn. But it's just, I wasn't blessed with just that. In, with an ear for a note, you know. People can just pick up an instrument and just play it without ever even seeing it before because they've got people with perfect pitch and just an innate ability to just to just know that. and it's just not one of my gifts. It's just not. I wish it was. It's just not. Um, but I, like I said, I love music and I love listening to songs. Um, I learned in college that I can't listen to songs and like study if they have lyrics because I get distracted by the lyrics I'm listening to the lyrics and not listening to the words in my head as I'm reading a book or whatever and but I can study and listen to instrumental music film scores and uh songs like that so I like I do that from time to time just listen to instrumental music film scores um, but really, when I'm listening to music, I really want a good lyric. I want a story. As I told you all before, I am, uh, there's really good storytellers out there, and, uh, there's really good story listeners, and I'm a really good story listener. It's my favorite thing to do, is listen to stories. Um, that being said, I wanted to talk about some of my favorite songs. I'm not going to rank them or anything. I, I think it's impossible to rank, uh, have a top 10 list of best songs of all time there's way too many genres that it would be impossible to rank those um, but uh, the song was one hit wonder back in like the 70's um, I don't even know what it's Tin soldier or something like that is what it's called and it starts out like listen listen children to a story that was written long ago about a kingdom on a mountain and the valley folk below because uh, on the kingdom lay a treasure buried deep beneath the, s- the stone and the valley people swore they'd have it for their very own and so the song goes on like that to tell how uh, the people of the valley told the kingdom give us that treasure in your mountain or we're going to kill you for it and i was like well we'll share it with you i mean we're all brothers here and they're like no so the people of the valley wage war on the kingdom win um, and so they cross this bloody battlefield, go up to the mountain, turn the stone, and it, and the treasure is, uh, peace on earth is all it says. That's the treasure. Um, but go ahead and kill your neighbor. Go ahead and cheat a friend. Do it in the name of heaven. You'll be justified in the end. There won't be any trumpets blowing come the judgment day. Um, uh, but on the bloody morning after 110 soldier rides away and that's the chorus and I just think it's a cool story how often does that apply to life how often do we wage war go to battle for something um, and ultimately realize we uh, it was counter counterproductive to the the means the end goal that means we're counterproductive in gold. Rather, you end up not getting what you think you're getting. Um, yeah. Another some of my other favorite songs. I, I like a lot of cowboy songs. Like I like Western books. I like cowboy songs. Kind of stands to reason, right? Um, there's another Garth Brooks song. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. So there's a lot of my favorite songs or Garth Brooks songs but and it might just be called the cowboy song but it talks about the songs they'd sing uh the cowboys were singing at the campfire based on the results of the day let uh... would sing Strawberry Road Joe and it talks about how night? And there's a stampede and he looked back and saw Bonner riding Donnie he rode for all his horse for ride buddy <laughs> and he crossed over Jordan riding Johnny I can't remember the name of the horse but uh, he died riding his horse to the, his death you know, he, trying to outrun the stampede of the cows, couldn't do it, ended up dying so that night they sang bringing in the sheaves and the rugged cross and they sang about the flood and they lost a lot of steers that night and four or five good mounts. but when all the boys rode into Camp I knew that's what counts and they sang something, something, something "An Amazing Grace or something like that and it's amazing how you can't remember the lyrics to a song unless the music's playing, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I can sing along real easy. It just happens to me all the time. Um, back in high school, when I was dating my, uh, my wife, when we were just dating back in high school, I'd sing her songs every night, just on the radio. Now she can't stand to listen to me sing, I don't think. Uh, and I didn't get better with age, Apparently. But I'd sing I Swear by John Michael Montgomery and uh, I Cross My Heart by George Strait. We ended up dancing to those two songs at our wedding. Uh, at a reception, rather. And even at our reception, uh, we had... We uh, even at our wedding, um, we had... Um, had a lot of good songs. And we sat there and held hands and just sang to each other as... The songs are being sung. But anyway, um, music has played an important part of my life. Helps me get through bad days. I just love the stories. It's just, I don't know if anybody else is, is like that, but I, I definitely am. I can I can talk music all day. Just I can sit here and think about songs that I enjoy and. And I'll forget some and remember them. And, I mean, recently I've been listening to... I listened to some Backstreet Boys the other day. Pulled up a Backstreet Boys radio on Google Play. Um, I've been listening to a radio station based off the band Epoxy Boggards on Google Play. Uh, there's a song called... Uh, what's it called? It's called The Rooster. The Donkey, the Dog, and the Cat. And, uh, it's a funny song. It's, uh, for adult ears only, for sure, but it's really funny. You know, these, uh, Scottish and Irish folk songs and drinking songs, uh, I listen to a lot of those. They help me get through the day. They get me laughing and tapping my toes, and they're, they're fun to go along. So they're usually telling a story, too, so that's fun. Um, as I spoke last year, I like powerful songs really tug at your heartstrings. or something about music that just ties into the soul. And I don't, I don't understand it, but I'm so glad it does. Um, speaking of that, and there's a song. You know, some of the best songs are country heartbreak songs. You know, I... I love songs that make me cry. And there's songs that make me cry for different reasons. Some are just sad because... A song called... By Keith Urban called Tonight I Want to Cry. It's just a sad song about... A heartbroken man. And then there's songs, you know, about... soldier's dying or not making it home or... There's... There's... uh, The... Oh, what's his name? Chris Young. I think it's Chris Young. It's not Chris Young. The song Alyssa Lies. And, you know, it's about a little girl that um, is abused and ends up dying. Um, but she had befriended the, the singer's daughter. And it's such a sad song, but it's good. Concrete Angels by Marky McRide. McBride. just there's, there's these songs that make you cry. And it's such a good feeling. Billy Ray Cyrus sings a song called "19." It's a really good song. Um, it's about a high school kid plays football. He's number 19. He gets a scholarship to go play football for Tennessee. Turns it down. Goes to the army. Um, gets to you know the whole thing is he he's an athlete. He can run. He can duck. He can spin. He can jump. All this and so they end up being pinned down. Over in Afghanistan or something, and the captain said, "Hey, we need someone they can run and duck and spin and get over there to draw some fire." And says, how about you, 19? He does. And he Ends up not making it home, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm an outlier here, but that's just. Music is, uh. I don't even know how to describe it. There's no words to describe in how music affects me. And and good lyrical stories. And, and I'm sure you've all felt that before. Uh, at one time or another, I'm sure. Anyway, this last segment was, uh, Kind of all over the place. I'm sorry about that. But I'm gonna wrap it up there. Um. For this Wednesday afternoon. Hope you all have a great night, and uh, sorry if you couldn't follow that last segment. Hope you got something out of the day, Um, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.